Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. It is a Friday night, so that means we are doing another episode of the Cinemania Live Show, where we take your live questions and we talk about a couple of things that's going on in the movie and television world. I am back with high demand, Christina from the Cinemania page. Christina, how you doing? I have had a lot of wine. She's once again has a lot of has had a lot of wine. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. It's a nice Friday night, you know, nice little cap off of the weekend. So stay tuned. We have we have some big news coming up to tell you guys, but we'll get into some opening segments of the day. Well, well I guess we can start off on our on our um big news. So big news that's been on the uh, page, and we're still waiting on a um. It's about ninety nine ninety ten of it being completed, but. Next week, Thursday, will be our Cinemania one-year celebration podcast where everyone will be on air. The more the merrier. Hopefully, we will all have time to be on air next week and talk about and talk about some shit. And um, next week as well, we have a special guest. And I don't know how I pulled this off, but I pulled it off I don't somehow. Know either. And I, I guess life works in mysterious ways. But next week, if all things go goes well, we will have um, Katie McGrath from Supergirl, Slasher, Merlin, and Jurassic World. Wait, wait. Oh, hold on. Shut the fuck up. Did you just say Merlin? Yeah, she was in Merlin. Was that That's the name of the show, right? It's Merlin. It's the, the same shit. Are you kidding me? Merlin! <laughs> no, you're not a certified nerd if you're calling it Merlin. What's the go same home, shit? Go back to sleep and starve. Okay, 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 okay. So how am I supposed to say it again? Go ahead. What is it? Merlin. Merlin. Like the fish. Literally, what I said. Mer- Merlin. Merlin. Same shit. Just add an e. No, no, no. <laughs> you're saying Merlin like Berlin, like the Berlin Wall. Is that right? Yeah. Whatever. Potato, potato. No. no? Potato, right, potato, yeah, potato, 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 she's potato, coming, okay? Anyway. Potato, potato, anyway, she's McGrath. coming. <laughs> Katie McGrath is going to be on the show for a quick 10-minute Q&A from us, and we are excited. This will be our first big, you know, special guest on our show, and we're really pumped. So hopefully it all goes through. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, things come to fruition because this will be really, really big for us. And we're really excited. We are huge fans of her work. And very, very huge fans. So I'm pumped and I'm excited. So hopefully that'll be on the cards for next week. So yep, you can look up, you can look for that. The Cinemania One Year Show is gonna be a big thing. So make sure you guys tune in. Make sure you guys send us your questions. If you guys heard that big boom in the back of me, no, that was not gunshots. That was fireworks. So, <laughs> yeah, <sure>. we'll, <laughs> we'll get into some um some some news into our news section of the show. Um, one bit one bit one bit of good news was that Wonder Woman two, a teaser for Wonder Woman two will be coming at San Diego San Diego Comic Con, which is later on this summer. I think it's next next month. But Wonder is Woman really? two, yeah, I think it's next month. Wonder Woman two teaser now we don't know what that means that can mean a bunch of things that can mean one shot of the movie that can mean 10 seconds of the movie that can mean like you know like a narration of you know that's dubbed into the old movie it it can mean a lot of things but 
I don't know what I'm hoping to see is I'm hoping to see um, Christian Wiggs character in the movie, which is going to be Cheetah. Cheetah is a wait, wait, wait. yes. Christian, oh my god, I forgot Kristen Wiig was in that. Holy shit! Yes, she's going to be playing the Cheetah. Cheetah's the villain to Wonder Woman, so it was right. a lot of people was like really reluctant over it, but I guess we'll see how it works. But it's just. Yeah, what are you expecting? Like, what, what, what is something that you want to see from this Wonder Woman two teaser or whatever? Okay, so I'm intrigued. I think I want to see more about Kristen Wiig's character. Like, I want to obviously, I want more than a fucking ten second bullshit. Like, I want like a, a narration. I want give me something. Give me a cliffhanger. Like, what the fuck am I getting into? Like, I want to know shit, right. and I want to know nothing all at once. <laughs> I want to know just enough say what is going on right um so like something that i really want to know is like Kristen wiggs character because she is she's a comedian she's like a funny yeah. her, all of her characters she's like a personality star like um she does the same funny characters over and over and over and now she's in this serious evil role like i obviously she's gonna be uh, some hot shit like holy fuck yeah but also I don't know if I'm personally going to be able to take her seriously. I hope right. that after this movie, yeah, I hope that right. after this movie, I'll be able to take her more seriously. Um, but it's like, what, what was that movie? It was Steve Carell or um, Ben uh. Stiller. I don't know. One, it was like a comedian, and he was playing like this serious gangster role, and like everyone was like, "What the actual fuck?" Steve so Carell. Like mm. Yeah, I, I think it was Steve Carell. It was like. It was a really big gangster movie or something. I don't know what it was, but it was a comedian playing a really serious role, and the movie flopped because nobody took him seriously. Right, and that so happens like, a lot, I really you know. Hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, that happens a lot. Like, where like a lot of comedians would want to would would want to like come into like a serious role. Like I remember my grandmother was watching Lifetime, and I came downstairs um, to get something. I forget, but. She was watching Lifetime, and I saw Will Ferrell. I'm like, what the hell is Will Ferrell doing in this Lifetime movie? And he was, yeah, like, Will trying Ferrell. to be, like... Yeah, he was trying to be, like, dead serious and all, all that stuff. And I'm like, this is just not working. But, you know, a lot of fans had the same reaction like you did. Like, wait, she's cause she's a comedian. How's that going to work? So, I guess yeah. the story behind that is that Patty Jenkins was always... You know, she's, she's always wanted to work with Christian Wig, And she's always wanted to... You know, she wanted to put... Christian Wig into the sequel of Wonder Woman 2 somehow, but I was just like, in my head, I'm just like, anything would have been better than, like, Cheetah, a villain, who's, like, her literally, um, literally, it's not, like, it's not a costume, it's like, she's a legit Cheetah, you know, she's like a human yeah. hybrid of a Cheetah, so, Christian Wig and that I kind of like get up, I'm just like, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't want to say that I won't be able to take her seriously, because honestly, I probably won't, but, like, I want the best for Kristen Wiig, like, she's obviously a talented actress, it's just, we've never seen her in, in, in anything other than, like, comedies. I mean, personally, I'm sure she's had serious roles before, but I personally haven't seen her in anything, like, big that wasn't a comedy, so, like... I feel like with all the makeup and stuff, maybe she'll be less recognizable. And, like, with all the makeup, maybe people will say, oh, maybe she's, like, different somehow. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now, but, um... No, no, you're know. right, maybe, you're right. Good point, yeah. Maybe the makeup will make it, like, more realistic. Does that even make sense? No, 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 no. You know, you know it, it, it <laughs> makes sense. 
it does make sense because it's like wow how can i how can i do this it's like okay avengers avengers infinity war you wouldn't know if no one told you you would not know that that was josh brolin as thanos you know what i'm saying and like all all right like all that makeup and all the cgi you would not know unless you're like oh you know that kind of looks like josh brolin but you know it's Josh Brolin. So if they did something like if they did something like that, where I don't know you you know it's Christian Wig under there, but you don't see it, then maybe that'll help. But if it's just yeah. Christian Wig in a wig and like some orange <laughs> cheetah shit, and I'm I don't know if I'm gonna be I don't know. And I'm like Wonder Woman two is on such a high pedestal that you come in Wonder Wonder Woman. I mean Wonder Woman the first one. Was was on such a high that you come in on the yeah. second one and you're like, oh, you're you're you know you're bad guy. You wanted to be Cheetah, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then and then I'm like, okay, so who who's who are they gonna cast for Cheetah? And it's Christian Wig. And I'm like, okay. I mean, she's like <laughs> she's she's very low key, hot as hell. Right, like, right. Like you don't see it because she always does these weird things with her face and she's always being funny. But like, if you take away the comedy, she's like. Oh my god, she first of all, she's gorgeous. That's for anyone to see. Second of all, she's like very extremely talented. So right. like I don't know. Right. I'm I'm excited to see how this is going to work out cuz like I have such high standards for Wonder Woman now since the first one was such a huge step um for both women and the DC universe. Like fucking DC crawled out of a hole with that. Exactly. Um, like Wonder Woman 2 really has to live up to everyone's new expectations for it that right. no one knew they had. Right. So if if they do show this footage, I'm also hoping that it I I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, cuz we know Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, we know what she looks like. We don't we don't I mean, it'll be nice to see her again, you know, in, in the footage, but in the footage I'm really hoping to see Cheetah and seeing what that's like and because, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know um there's a lot of like critiques going into this and it's a lot of like worry going into this like Christian Wig I don't know guys but I have faith in Patty Jenkins I have a lot of faith in Patty Jenkins and you know and, and if she thought if she thought that the best you know the best person for this role was Christian Wig then we will see and we will go yeah. from there so next bit of news kind of it dropped today this actually dropped today uh abc announced that a roseanne spinoff will be coming to coming this fall it'll be called the connors and it will not have roseanne in the show at all now this is a mist of after after the uh backlash that roseanne uh received after her racist remarks on twitter and the show and res and resulted in the show being canceled even if even though it made like it had like 20 million views each episode abc abc canceled the show so now it's coming back but it's coming back without without roseanne and, and i have two feelings about this i have one feeling because i'm like you know i i, I don't think you guys I, I don't think the show is needed you know if like especially after all of this i don't think it's needed so i don't think it's necessary for them to bring it back even though she's off of it you know i appreciate that but i don't think it's needed and necessary i also but I'm also happy that the people who wasn't involved with Roseanne shenanigans still have their jobs and still are able to, like, do their jobs, you know, without Roseanne being the backbone of this show. So what are your thoughts on this whole on that whole situation? 
get pumped to have Roseanne back. Like, it's been on Nick and Knight forever. Is that what it, it was on? I don't know. But it was on some, like, <laughs> whatever the fuck, for, like, ever. And I, I remember watching a few episodes at, like, 5 a.m. when I woke up fucking, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so people were, like, wicked pumped to have it back. And then she does some racist bullshit, and it gets canceled, which was, honestly, I think that was, like, a huge step, like, zero tolerance, like, good for fucking ABC, right? Yeah, so, she called somebody a monkey, like, straight up a monkey. I'm like, Jesus. And yeah, then they canceled not okay. it. Not okay. Right. So, I'm glad it got canceled, because that really shows, like, no tolerance. Um, but then, it, it fucked over everyone else in the cast. Like, exactly, yeah. Literally all the workers and shit, like, it fucked everyone over. So, like, I'm happy that they're doing a spinoff. Um, but, like, I don't know. How's it gonna, how's that gonna work off? I didn't actually watch Roseanne, so I don't know much about it. Yeah, me, um, me, neither did I, honestly. Yeah, so, um, I'm glad they're bringing it back for the other cast members. Like, I think they deserve to get their show watched. Like, they're talented, they need to get jobs and shit, so I think it's, it's a good thing to bring off a, bring a spin-off up um, without Roseanne. So right. we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm not sure, um, I never saw, like, the actual Roseanne, like, I never actually followed the show, so I don't know what the spin-off is based on, but, um, I don't know, I, ABC does a good job with their comedies, so I think it'll be funny. Right, so I I'm 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 in the same ballpark as you. I didn't even bother watching Roseanne. Like when I heard that it was like you know coming back, I didn't. I wasn't I wasn't one of the twenty million people who watched and tuned in because I just like you know I've never really I've never really vibed with Roseanne as a person like Roseanne Barr in general. So I was just never gonna watch it. Never be gonna be into it. Um. So when they when it happened. And, you know, a ABC responded right away. I was happy, but I was like, you know, this is going to fuck up a lot of people. And her actions are fucking up a lot of people. But what I saw with that was that people were saying that, hey, those people know, knew what they were getting themselves into as far as, you know, going back into work with with Roseanne Barr. Because she's had she's had instances in the past where she's, you know, she's, you know, she was racist and she said some remarks. Oh. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a whole crazy thing, and it's like, she tweeted out the other day that she, you know, she she's gonna get better, and blah, 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 and it, it's a little too late, but it's just, you know, I guess we'll have to see what ABC does, and how are they gonna, how are they gonna bring up that the character's not there anymore on this show, like, what is it, she gonna be, yeah. is she gonna be, like, moved away, or did she die, or, I don't know, so, yeah, I don't, I'm I don't, just thinking about, um, Two and a Half Men, how they just killed that guy, what was it, Charlie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, they, they just killed him. I was like, they fucking dropped a piano on his head or some shit. I, I actually saw that episode. I almost shat my pants. So, like, how are they going to uh, get Roseanne off this? Are they right. going to do something wild like that? I have no that clue. So I guess we'll see, you know. Yeah. It'll be it'll be funny and it'll be epic if they did that, but I don't know. I don't know what they're what they're thinking about doing as far as all of that. But you know, that was some a bit of breaking news coming out of today. It actually just it literally just dropped like a few hours ago, this news. So <laughs> I guess we'll see. So we'll move into some quick thoughts and quick quick um news. Um Luke Cage season two premiered today on Netflix. I watched the first couple episodes. I'm at episode three. I would I will say right now it is not 
close to what was um, season one. The villain, nothing's nothing's really working for me right now. But I guess down the line, uh, we'll see how it goes. But it's been all right. Um, I'm more excited about Glow and Orange is the New Black coming back. So, you know, that has my attention because those are both great shows. And, those, and I think Glow is coming back in a... I think next week, and then I, and Orange is the New Black is sometime in July, so mm-hmm. that's gonna be that should be nice. Have you watched Have you watched um Orange is the New Black? Or See, I um I started Orange is the New Black when I when it like first came out, and I was like this innocent little pure fuck card. <laughs> um, so in like the first episode, there were tits everywhere, and I was just like, oh my god, my innocent eyes. What have you done to me? Oh, and now I'm gay. But, um, yeah, so I couldn't get past the first episode because there were so many tits and I just couldn't handle it. Um, <laughs> so, I, but I've heard, I've heard good things. I've heard really good she's things. Like I've, she's like, I've heard good things about it, though, but I can't. <laughs> no, you know, because when I was, when it first started and I was also the same way, like I was younger, I didn't have really that much knowledge on movies. But I was watching it, and I'm like, damn, it's been five minutes, and I've seen, like, like you know, like, five vaginas and, like, three tit shots. What the hell is happening? <laughs> but I kept watching, and, it, you know, it does get better. It's a really uncut and raw show, but yeah, see, it does have a good I'm story like, behind it. Yeah, I'm into Game of Thrones. So I started Game of Thrones, like, a little after the, I watched... Um, Orange is the New Black, and Game of Thrones is probably ten times worse than that with, like, how graphic it is with the tits, but it also has a lot of murder, so that's probably what drew me in. Um, <laughs> so maybe I'll, I'll have to go and rewatch Orange is the New Black, or not rewatch, but try to actually watch it, um, going with my tainted eyes now, so <laughs> I'm not going to be all, oh my god, boobies. Yeah, once you get so, past all that, it's, it's not, it's not, I mean it's like what eight seasons now so it's a lot of all that stuff but there's also i mean i didn't like personally i thought i thought the last season was really weak but i do think overall the show there's a lot of good stories that come from behind all that you know you know all the nudity and all the sex and all the uh you know stuff but yeah it's okay it's definitely worth checking out so i'm excited for that coming up also I wanted to get, I wanted to like talk about this a little bit because I've been rewatching a lot of Degrassi shows and yeah. Degrassi, the next generation. I'm not the old, 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 old school Degrassi, but the one with Drake in it. Let's just be honest. Let's just be clear. The one with Drake in it. And I have been just binge watching this entire week, a lot of the episodes <laughs> and it, it's just, it, it's crazy how. You know, those episodes were from 2001, 2002, 2003, and it's crazy how many social topics from today that are in those, that are in the show, you know? Really? A lot. There's a lot, and it's not even, like, it's not even just the, like, oh, uh, teenage, like, drama, like, but there's, like, the show has a character, right? And each character is dealing with some sort of of teenage trauma and yeah you know I'll, I'll i'll go on record the acting is it's all that great in the show but it just you know coming from like watching that show to 2003 which was 15 years ago 
and goddamn, how old was I? Fifteen years ago, I was, I was, I was, I was young, and you know, I was really, I was really, I was a baby. But I was watching this show, and I was like, and I used to love that show as a kid. So coming back as an adult, watching it and realizing that how how much of like how much of today's problems in the world is in you know was in that show and shown, it's amazing. So like, I'll go down the list. So the show was very emotional. There's no like happy-go-lucky times, and then like. It deals with depression and suicidal thoughts in one character in Ellie and Craig. Relatable. Yeah, and it, it deal it deals with relationship abuse with um with um I think her name was Terry and Rick. And it deals with loneliness. There's a character who's always lonely and looking for a friend. It deals with cheating and how it affects all sides, not just the guy and the guy who's cheating on the girl, the girl cheating on the guy, and how it affects on the on the on the guy or girl who's in you know who's the third party of the cheating. And you know, okay, of course that person is still kind of an asshole being a part of all this, but yeah, it shows how. So Manny, Manny is like the side chick of Craig and Ashley, but you know, Manny is not. She doesn't want to hurt no one's feelings but because she's being told by this man that hey it's over between this and you know me and that girl and all i want is you and and you can tell she's a very very vulnerable very vulnerable character so she's gonna listen to anything that he says because she's the only he's the only one in her life right now you know so it deals with that it deals with teen pregnancy it deals with equal rights with rate you know equal rights wow Equal rights in the LG, <laughs> LGBTQ and equal rights in like, you know, racial, you know, it's it's just, it's a really, I didn't realize that the show dived into all of that stuff. It dives into quote unquote mental, mental illness and how that leads to a school shooting. That's what I put quote unquote for a reason, but it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's a really powerful show. So I know you said that you've only watched, you told me you only watched a few like episodes of it when you were younger but yeah it's just does this does any of this like pique your interest to go back into it at some point or anything like that uh fuck yeah dude i had no idea that show was so deep i thought it was like when i was little i literally had the mind of a 50 year old white man (laughs) and i was like oh it's just a bunch of teenagers it's probably trashy all they do is fuck i don't want to watch this right right i literally watched like half of one episode and it was like it it dealt with plagiarism and like the stresses of school and like how when you're a good student you're more likely to cheat and like all that bullshit yeah and i was like oh okay right right now that you mentioned that it it also deals with like mental illness and depression and like loneliness and all that shit i'm like (laughs) relatable i have to watch this now right it's crazy too because like I was watching this this I was watching this this episode of the show. I think it was season three I was on. And there's just one there's just one character who reminds me the fuck out of you. And I'm like, damn, I gotta send Christina this episode. Because she's just she's just so like like, you know, she she has friends, but all her friends don't know what's really going on inside. You know, they're all kind of, yeah, they're all kind of oblivious to like, oh, you know, my, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, oh, my friend's happy. She's fine. She's good. She's smiling today. But, you know, when she goes home, it's a complete 
different story and her life story is completely different and I was just like it reminds me it remind her her life story reminded me of me a little bit but it reminded me of she reminds me of you so much so I was like damn I gotta I gotta put this I gotta put this on the episode tonight um but yeah it's a it's a very it's like there's times, of course, when the show is cheesy and the dialogue is cheesy. Of course, you got to get that in a teenage television show. But yeah, obviously. Yeah, but the topics and the topics and the discussion that it you know that it causes is really really powerful and emotional, and it kind of makes me feel like that. I wish this show was out right now. Because this is more of a powerful discussion than anything that Thirteen Reasons Why is trying to be, but like, really, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about Thirteen Reasons Why later. But yeah, yeah, this this show, you know, does it in a way where it's relatable, not like, oh, let me go make some tapes, you know. But this show does it to what a point where it's just like, wow, I get you and I feel you. I'm in the same lane, you know. I want to know more about your character. But then another episode well, be like another character. But yeah, I just really, 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 I've been enjoying. I've been, I've, I've been enjoying going back and rewatching that show. So I just wanted to talk about that. So I had no idea it was so deep. Right? Yeah, it's some deep shit in there. There's some episodes that, eh, okay, it's a little cheesy. Um, Drake's Drake's character, like Drake's character, is like he's kind of like the mediator, you know, the, like mediator of the group who like wants to get get everyone together, and he. He's very over overly protective of the girls and stuff like that, but yeah, mm-hmm. this is the this step this show was what you know everyone who everyone who started started listening to Drake, you know when he first came out and the music into you know the music stuff with Lil Wayne and all them. This was my first you know my first um ex ex expo like exposed first time that I was exposed to Drake was watching this show because I was watching it and he was like he was a kid, you know so yeah. Yeah, it's a really good show, and I definitely recommend it to anyone who is dealing with all this stuff, who is in high school, and yeah, who just wants to get away for a little bit. This is definitely a good show. But we will get into some more quick things before we get into our. But before we get into our fan questions, we will talk about our opening this weekend movie, which is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Alex and I saw it on Tuesday. Both of us did not like it. You can check out our, our review on the page. It's up there, and it's downloaded. Christina, are you going to go see this movie? If not, why? I will probably not go see it because I'm, like, <laughs> this is going to sound so fucking dumb, but I'm so obsessed with animals, and in the last movie, I saw, like, a shit ton of the dinosaurs, like, getting hurt and getting killed and shit, and I was like, nope, click off, buy, unsubscribe. Um, so, and then I saw the trailer for the new movie, and although it oh, looks like, yeah. it really, <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a decent movie, like, I think they're doing well with the franchise, they're milking it a little bit, but I, agree. I think they're doing well with the franchise, with the, the, with the franchise, um, but, like, I probably won't see it, because in the trailer, all I saw was, like, dinosaurs, like, fucking dying, and I was like, oh, nope, animals are dying, bye, I'm listening. Right, right. I I agree. I agree. Actually, that's a good point because I didn't actually think about that. So I I I'll definitely go out go right right now and say that if you do not want that, then do not go see this movie because yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't. I 
it, like you said, it's it's they're milk, they're 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 milking it in at this point. They're trying to find new ideas, but it just didn't. You don't need to. Well, the problem with Hollywood today is that they feel the need to to re reimagine and remake and reboot everything. And I'm like, you don't. You know, just yeah. like you don't need to. And exactly. Jurassic like- World. Jurassic World was cool. That could have been a nice little like, okay, that's it. We just want to do that movie. Bye. But you know, they want like they want three more movies out of that franchise. And I'm like, why? Yeah, I'm not fuck that. Yeah. Like so. remake remake the classics once. And right. then it's like, okay, cool. Now we know what it looks like in today's like CGI and today's um editing and today's this and that and whatever the fuck. Like that would be cool to see old shitty movies that are like absolutely incredible, amazing classics come to life in like real sci-fi, like fucking awesome shit. But like once you start going off on that, it's like, dude, come on, like remake it once and it's cool. Re- re- remake it twice and it's like, all right, you're just trying to make money at this point. Like you're not even thinking about the fans. Exactly, you're just literally just trying to get some get a, get some quick checks and calling it a day. So yeah, I don't yeah. like it. I didn't like it. The movie. I went in with an open mind, but I didn't like the movie. Alex didn't either. We both gave it C minuses. So yeah, that was that was Jurassic World. So I bet the um I bet the CGI was incredible though. It was. I, I you know I said that in my review. I said that the the movie looked really pretty and it was a really well shot movie and the CGI was incredible once again like Jurassic World, but the story was just horrendous and it was just what and you know Chris Pratt is such a likable guy so to make him unlikable in the movie is you 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 gotta you gotta do like a really good job to make him an unlikable character you know so it's just yeah yeah, that was my that was my thoughts on that movie so alright now we're gonna get into the closing segments of the show which will be some live fan questions we sent out some notices today to get some live questions from fans. So we got a couple from Podbean, and we'll get right into them. First question is from Stacy from Burbank, California. Hello, Stacy. She asked, <laughs> she asked, what is your most anticipated superhero movie of 2019? So let me go down the list of what's coming out next year, as far as I know and know, you know, remember right now. I think next year we have Wonder Woman 2, Shazam, we got Captain Marvel, we got Avengers 4, we got Dark Phoenix, X-Men, Dark Phoenix, and New Mutants. That's what I know of right now. I think there's probably probably there's probably like one more. But if I would have to choose my most anticipated for next year is definitely not even Avengers 4. It is going to Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel is the shit. And I've been reading her comic books and she's fucking powerful for no reason. And she's just amazing. and She's a badass. And I'm excited for that because that's something new that the MCU was missing was this strong you know, female character in the forefront, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, like, they've had female characters, but, like, none of them is really in the forefront. I mean, you can say the Wasp and Ant-Man and the Wasp coming up, coming up next, next month is in the forefront, but not really, you know? Nah. She's more like a... I mean, does anybody even know who the Wasp is? Like, yeah, she's, like, a big character, but is she really that big? Like, I didn't know who she was until I saw the poster. To be honest, I don't read comics that much. 
I didn't know who the Wasp was until um, I saw the comics, and I was just like, hmm. I mean, until I saw the poster. I was right. like, oh, that's interesting. Right, and and I guess her name, you know, her name is in the title. Great, but Captain Good. Marvel is M- is the MCU's like uh, Marvel's first female, t- you know, titled like movie and everything. So I'm excited. They they hyped her. They hyped this movie up at the end of Avengers: Infinity War when Nick Fury before he gets dusted. Yes. Yeah, when he when he calls the pager and it's her it's her symbol. So that means that she's gonna come. And save the Avengers' ass, and she's gonna kick Thanos' ass. So I'm excited. And if in, in a couple of a couple of parts in the comic books where she's like a badass, she there was a Civil War comic book where she comes and helps Captain America. This is when Captain America and Iron Man were fighting, and Captain Marvel punched Iron Man so hard that he got a concussion. And and there was a, right there was there's a part in the comic book where she rips Thanos' heart out. And it's just, she's, she's, yeah, she's fucking dope. So that's my oh. most, yeah, that's my, like, most an- anticipated for next year. So what's yours? I feel like I know what it is, but what's yours for next okay. year? Okay. I did not know that she was that powerful. Yeah, she's dope. Um, she's dope. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm torn between literally all of them because I want to see how Marvel does with, like, a female character. Right. Um. But I also want to see how DC continues their female character because I fucking love Super uh, Wonder Woman, Superwoman, my ass, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Um, and then also fucking Avengers. Like, are you kidding me? You can't just end on Captain Marvel coming out and like fucking Thanos <laughs> taking over the the entire galaxy. Like, what is my anticipated movie? I don't. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm calculating. See, okay, fuck. Too much wine. Can't think straight. I want to say Wonder Woman because I'm absolutely in love with her. Right. But, but I think I think it's Avengers. To be honest. Oh, there you go. They left me, they left me on a cliffhanger. And you know, like, I I'm anticipating what the fuck is going on. You know, you know what's actually funny. I thought that was gonna be. I thought you wasn't even going to touch that movie because, guys, I'm going to tell you guys a story. Shut up. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, don't hate me, Chris. But <laughs> we we all went and saw Avengers Infinity War together. We saw it in IMAX. It was fantastic. And, okay, spoilers if you didn't see Avengers Infinity War. But, fuck, I mean, see the movie. What the hell? <laughs> but, spoilers, uh, Loki dies in the first fuck scene. You! <laughs> <laughs> and and both Alex and I was like, "Hey, Christina, he's gonna bite it in the first. We, he thinks we, he's gonna bite it." She's like, "No, he's not gonna die, guys. Shut up. It's Loki. They wouldn't kill off Loki." And we're like, "Yeah, okay." And then the first scene starts, and Asgard is fucked up. Thor is fucked up. Hulk got his ass beat, and. Who's standing? Loki. And I said, fuck, he's about to die. And I look over at Christina, she has this face. And she's, she has this face that she wants to reach across and choke me to death. But she didn't. And Loki died. And You're I was, welcome. <laughs> You're fucking welcome. <laughs> Loki died and I looked over and Christina was just done. So I'm surprised to hear you say Avengers 4. So I guess that's a good thing. I know. But. I know. I was about to leave the theater. I literally got up and I was like, "All right, I'm out." And then I was like, "I can't. I can't just walk out on this. He might come back." And he didn't. <laughs> he didn't come uh, back. 
Oh, poor Loki. But yeah, reluctantly, I'm reluctantly saying Avengers 4 because they left me on a cliffhanger and I need to know what happens. And if they use the fucking time stone or some bullshit, they gotta bring back Loki and I have to see my husband come back. So. <laughs> it was, she, she was so pissed that when we all left the theater and Alex and I are going, uh, going like our way, Christina's way of saying bye was fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was it. She drove off. Fuck you guys, and that was it. I was it was great. It was worth it. But that's why I'm surprised she said one. She said Avengers four. But yeah, mine is Captain Marvel because you know she's the shit. So they thank you, Stacy, for that question. We highly appreciate it. We'll go to another question. Um, Rick from New Orleans, Louisiana. Hello, Rick. Um, he Yo. he asked, "What is your favorite horror movie?" I gotta, I gotta think. Do you have, do you have yours ready or anything? Favorite horror um, movie? I gotta think a little bit. So, I, mm, I don't know if it counts as horror. I have two movies that like literally don't count as horror, but they kind of do. I don't know. So my favorite movie of all time is Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. But it's not horror. I, maybe it's more thriller. I don't know. They it, It's, like, listed as horror on Netflix, so, like, what the fuck? Um, and then I want to say Silence of the Lambs, but is that even horror? Yeah, either? yeah, of course. Is that I, I feel like that's more psychological thriller. No, I don't that's know. horror. That's a good horror movie, too. That's good. But, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a hardcore horror movie, like Halloween or Friday the 13th. Like, I, I can't think of... My favorite actual horror film, I... <gasps> no! You know what? Uh-oh. <laughs> I fucking take that back. I fucking take that back. My favorite horror film ever is The Uninvited. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. I was not expecting that. I'm going to be honest. Yes. I was not expecting that. Why? Is there, is there any reason why? Just because? Fuck, it fucked you up or something? Because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I just, I love it. I love it. It was like one of my um, one of the first horror movies that I saw. Um, it scared the absolute fuck out of me because I was like fucking eight years old when I watched it. Not really eight. I don't know how old I was, but I was young. Right. Um, it scared the shit out of me. I demanded that I get it. I watched it about twelve times after that, and now I know like every fucking line, and I just love it because the plot twist at the end. I literally my fucking. Young, innocent ass did not see that coming. And I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And watching it now, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's fucking foreshadowing literally everywhere. Right, um, right. Well, huh? some good choices. I agree. I, you know, I, I like, I love Silence of the Lambs. And Sweeney Todd's also, yeah. is also a good film. So, for me, for me, my favorite horror movie, it definitely varies. So... I'll say my my most recent favorite horror movie, like recently, will probably be in the in the um the realm of sinister and and this year's Hereditary. Yes, I'm putting this year's Hereditary in there. Hereditary was insane and amazing. But I've as far good, as like, what you say? I've heard good things. Right, right. Alex and I saw it. And I want to see it again before it leaves theaters. But as far as classic horror movies, like you know the the movie that got me into into some shit. And into the horror genre, probably is probably a mix. It's probably like a a nice little threesome of um of The Shining. I I, I have yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about that one. Right. I have The Shining. 
I have Halloween and I have Scream. And Scream is like a movie that when I was little, I just love the realism of the movie. Because literally, there could be someone outside of my house in that costume with a knife and a voice box, you know, to call me. It, the, the realism of that of those of that of the, of that franchise just all have you know it's always stuck with me. Halloween is because it's it's this it's like one of the throwback horror films that, that you that, that you that you like um you throw into the in, into the Blu-ray or DVD box and you just you know every Halloween you watch it it's a classic, and The Shining is just it's, it's I mean it's The Shining, so yeah yeah it's probably between it's those shining. three. Yeah. So yeah. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's that those are my three. So that's that's from yeah, that's that's actually a really good question. Really good one for me to think about. But we'll move in. Ooh, we have a good one. This one. Ooh, okay. Ooh, Dale from Tennessee. Dale from Tennessee ask, What is your thoughts on the thirteen reasons why season two backlash? Ooh. Right. Good one. So good one. Background story of this question is basically 13 reasons why it's facing a lot of fan backlash, a lot of critic backlash, especially for the ending and just the season as a whole. So, I won't get into I won't get into a lot of, I won't get into a lot of spoilers because Christina Christina and I are planning a review of the season eventually, but I mean, what are your thoughts on that question and all that? Okay. So, with the backlash People were freaking out because it was like, people said it was too real or like um, it wasn't real enough. I don't know. It was between those two because like, I don't know. I don't want to like spoil things. Um, So they obviously they, um, they want ratings. Right. That's like your number one thing is ratings. Um, So there's like a lot of flashbacks to like fucking rape and like, there's just a whole lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I will admit, they don't do a very good job of showing mental illness. Because, like, that that was the whole thing in the books. Of, I haven't read the books, but I've had people tell me, and I've read reviews and, and everything. Um, people say, like, the books do a great job of, of showing um, what it's like to have depression and mental illness and all that. Right. Um, and the... the, the series i was watching it and i was like that shit happened so they're gonna do this like i don't get right. it like, oh my god i'm gonna go in i'm gonna go in on that point go ahead go ahead keep continuing though but i have some shit to say <laughs> but yeah like they don't do a good job of showing mental illness um i think the best thing they did was um after they they took like fucking ecstasy or something and they were on a low and they were just like holy shit what's the point and they were like, if you can't take the hot, if you can't take the low, don't get high. Right, and I was like, right. wow, that's really good. Like, that was the, probably the only thing that I really appreciated from the show um, with showing mental illness. But other than that, I kind of agree with the crowd. Like, they don't, they don't say a lot about mental illness. Right. And it's just, so what I get from this, this, the, the creator and the writer, he, his big thing is we want to create this discussion. We want to create this discussion. And I'm like, dude, doing fucked up scenes for the sake of doing fucked up scenes does not create discussions. That creates... Like the rape scene? Yeah, like Holy that's shit. just... Just doing that for the fun of it and doing that, like... People go people go through it, but there's other ways. Like I mentioned earlier, Degrassi. None of that crazy stuff is in that show. And that show, for me, 
I want to go to I want to go to a group of teenagers and talk about that show. You know what I mean? And yeah, what I had from what the first season of the show, I had a huge problem, and I I I never read the books. I never like you know researched the books. I didn't really care enough. But when I was watching the first season, my problem for me, it was hard to root for this character and Hannah because. The littlest thing that people go through every single day triggered her. And I'm like, girl, you need to get it together. Like some Okay, so one of the reasons why... Oh, this this is what killed me in the first season. One of the reasons why in the first season, why she was pissed at Alex, was because some list. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's a fucking list. Who cares? I'm like, it's a list. Do you know how many lists I've been a part of when I was younger? Like, who has... who? Who dresses the worst? Dwayne did. You know why? Because Dwayne didn't have the new Jordans and all that stuff. You, you, you think I went home and like cried? No, I went home and played video games. I don't care. I don't care about if they, if they don't like what I'm wearing. And I would appreciate it more if she was on the list for a reason like, oh, worst, like, you know, most ugly um, is Hannah. But the list was like best ass. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what? That's why you mad? What? And one of the only things that I felt like really, really like, you know, gave her what really gave her, you know, solid reasoning as to why she did what she did. I mean, nothing's ever, you know, killing yourself is never, ever the good reason. But getting raped is hard and it's tough and it's a tough thing to deal with. I get it. But some of that other shit felt like filler for us to fill these 13 reasons because fuck, we don't have 13 reasons. She doesn't have 13 reasons. Let's just make up some shit like right so and then the second season the second season this is my problem with television and i love television shows that that know how to keep the story going season after season but then eventually they get it when they need to stop like game of thrones game of thrones does killer ratings each episode but even they know that okay after this season we're stopping we're hanging it up Nothing, nothing from nothing else more for us to talk about. Thirteen yeah. reasons why, and and shows that fell flat, that fell to that problem is The Walking Dead and and Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars went from a mystery show to a clone to magic to pa- to to paranormal to all Wait, that hold shit. On. Are you, are yeah, you yeah, it was horrible. I loved that I- show. Like the first three seasons were were it was lit and it was nice and it was a great story and then they went into Allie's not Allie's actually alive, Allie had a sister, Allie was cloned, Allie was this, Allie was kept in the basement all her life. I was like, what? Like, what are we doing, guys? End the show. Let's be done. Okay, Walking Dead, it's just become this this run on sentence of a show that doesn't know when to stop and get and hanging up. It's time. But they don't they don't think that. They think they still have three three more seasons to go. My point is with thirteen reasons why in the second season they didn't know what to talk about. So the second exactly. season they're like, fuck, what do we do to Hannah? Let's make her a ghost. You know? Like and I'm like, what? And then it's like it, some of the storylines just was just not meshing well with me. So as far as the fan backlash I, I guess it's kind of warranted because you can't, you got to have weight and story and, and, you know, and good writing for the things that you're doing. It's, you know, the scene at the end of the show, I, I'm not going to say it's fine, but it could work 
if you have positive writing and good storytelling to lead up to that. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's just so that's that's probably my thoughts on that. Any last any last thoughts on that part from you? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, just going back to the to the lift part on, in the first season from like a female perspective, I would say like getting ranked as like best ass. It's kind of like, oh, so, like, I have a good ass, but at the same time, it's, like, it's kind of traumatizing because now every time you go out in public, it's like, oh, my God, who's looking at my ass? Right. Like, I've had, I've had, yeah, it's happened to, like, me before, and I'm like, can you, like, fuck off, stop looking at me like that? Right, um, right, right. So, like, like, I would say it's it's a little worse than you would think it would be, being saying, oh, she's got a nice ass, um... Because then it's like that's all you are, apparently. But also, that's not a reason to kill yourself, right? Girl. You're like, right. Yeah, I get what you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, so like, yeah, I just she the ugh, she did not have. If if they had dipped more into mental illness and said these things like amplified depression, I would say fuck yeah, girl. Like that's. That's why you killed yourself, because you were depressed, and all this shit happened, and no one helped you. That's why you killed yourself. But she, not say, not justifying suicide, don't fucking go off and kill yourself, but I'm right. saying, like, they did not do a good job of showing why she actually killed herself. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was not, it wasn't living up to, like, anyone's expectations, and all they wanted was ratings, and, like, the rape scenes that got ratings... Um, but like, and I know they, they put at the beginning and the end of every episode, like seek help. Like this, these are, these are the hotlines that you can talk to, like talk to someone. Right. Um, like, about this like... and that and the other. <laughs> but at the same time, you can do other things without showing rape scenes. And like, they showed her suicide at the end. Like you didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And obviously if you're, if you're triggered by things, like don't watch the show like let wait a week read reviews if you think you're going to be triggered by the show don't watch it but at the same time don't put triggering things in the show like don't show suicide in in a show that prevents suicide yeah that that's a good point and i okay so after hearing your point of the whole the list thing and the best ass okay i see that's actually a good way to look at it and I guess from a guy's perspective, I'm like, okay, it's not really a big deal. If I'm coming from a woman's perspective, okay, I see it. But then, like, some of the other shit in that listing, and it's just like, one of the lists is like, oh, I lost my friends. Yo, everybody loses friends. Everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. loses it's their friends. It's just high school. It, especially in high school. It, it's, it's happening to me now. Everyone's losing yeah. their friends. Everyone, you know, but then she's like, that's one of the reasons. Then she's like... I don't know. You looked at me. You looked at me weird. Yeah, that's you know. That's a reason. Oh, you didn't help me with my homework. That's a reason. Oh, you took my letters from <laughs> <Yeah>. my. <laughs> you took my letters from my from my from my thing. That's one of the reasons. I'm like, yo, come on, Hannah. I'm trying to root for you and I'm trying to feel for your character, but I can't. You know, and it was killing yeah. me that I can't and I couldn't feel with her character. And now I'm gonna go back to what I said earlier about Degrassi, the the character of Ellie. And what she was going through in that show as far as depression and, and, and mental illness, I felt for her character. And I felt that, you know, 
Because things was just going wrong left and right, left and right, left and right. And her home life wasn't great. And her school life wasn't great. Hannah, a lot of the times, was fine. She was fine. It's just, I don't know. So it's just like, season one didn't really do it for me. What you said? I I said a lot of petty things built up. Right, yeah, so. They they just didn't do a good job of showing the deeper part. So. So thanks Dale for that you know that nice little dive in of that yeah. question. <laughs> but that deep deep ass question. We got to we got to dive more into that during um the 13 reasons why podcast episode. Right, definitely look forward that. to that guys. We'll definitely try to have that up at some point when we both have the time. But um yeah, cuz we do want to dive in more deeply into like spoilers of that show of the first and second season and what we really thought about it as a whole. So, we'll yeah. get into our last fan question. And this is more of a personal question, but, you know, I don't mind. Um, this is yes, from... my dick is 12 <laughs> inches long. Oh, Thanks my God. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> Hope Hope from Florida asks... What, what part of Florida are you from, Hope? Um, whatever. Hope from Florida asks, how did you and Christina meet? Well, shit. Um, yeah, good question. I literally don't know. I think we're in a simulation because uh-huh. I, I can't <laughs> Okay, I don't think... Okay, this is going to sound weird. I don't think we actually met. I, I, I don't no. think it was... It wasn't like a situation where it's like, Hey, what's your name? Oh, I'm Dwayne. Oh, hey, what's your name? I'm Christina. It wasn't oh like that. Oh, my God. I remember what happened. Okay, so... Was I it a messenger? In, no, no, no. So, I was in class with your girlfriend. We had a politics class together. Fucking wild, right? Fuck politics. But anyway, <laughs> we were in a politics class together. And I, I literally, I was on Facebook one day. I don't know what happened, but I saw her in your profile picture. And I was like, oh, that's the girl from my politics class. Click, add friend. And then I was like, wait, who was that really? <laughs> and like, I went to your profile and I was like, oh my God, I don't know this person, but you had already accepted it. So, and I was like, oh my God, right. what the fuck? I just, maybe, I don't know what's going on. I think I was tired, and I was just like, well, I'm just fucking friend request everyone. I might have been drunk. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's what happened. I friend requested you, and then we never actually met. And then you messaged me um, about about the script. Was right, it? yeah. I Okay. So, really, what it came down to, and we're going to put it all on the table on my part, what it came what it came down to how how we actually met. We, you know, Facebook Facebook is a fantastic thing at at sometimes, and you Fucking see creepy. and you see a lot of people's people you don't know. You can just tell you see a lot of people's creativity and really like, you know, like for instance, like you, you know who Susie Parker is, right? That's is that her name? Susie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Susie. Is it Pekar or Parker? God, I hope I didn't butcher her last name. But Wow. Susie is a fantastic photographer. And I, I, I've never met her ever, but I've seen her around campus. But I'm like, she's just a fantastic photographer. So what happened was is that after we were friends for like a couple months, you did a project and it was a dope ass project. You got like a, a million freaking chairs. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, you know what project I'm talking about, right? So yeah, I, it was a depression project. It's right, a, it was photography to show what it's like having depression. Yeah, you know what it's like. Yeah, yes. So, <laughs> so I seen the project. I seen the project, 
and I was like, yo, this girl is fucking talented, and she's so not like a lot of people I know, and I'm like, I can't just be like, hey, uh, hi, you know, because that sounds like I'm trying to, like, in today's day and age, it sounds like I'm trying to do something, but, you know, I'm in a happy relationship, and it's not like, it, you know, it, I didn't want it to come off as, like, hey, what's your name, I'm, it's weird, no one does that anymore, so, yeah. but I knew, I was like, I have to, I have to get my creative mind and this woman's creative mind together somehow, some way. So I I was at work one day and I was like, you know, let's just see if she would mind if she would want to do a script. Maybe it'll it'll never go anywhere as far as script writing or you know or art creating. But I wanted to I wanted to do some type of art with you when I first saw that project, and you know, and arts through and and art art through pain is the best kind of art in my eyes. Yeah, like music. Yeah. Right, like music through pain is the best is the best art in my in my opinion. Uh pictures and mu and you know writing and all that stuff. But so I I think I messaged you and I was like, "Hey, we should work on a script sometime." Blah 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 blah. Your stuff is really cool. And you're like, "Well, thanks." You know? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. "Well, shit, now what?" And I was like, "Yeah, what what, what should we write about? <laughs> what should we write about?" And you're like, "Uh, I don't know." <laughs> then I'm like, "Well, fuck." And then you and then you and I finally came up with something. It was an idea. And you know, I've I've had people in the past come to me like, "Hey, let's write this. Hey, let's write that. Hey, let's write this." And it never goes to fruition because just life and stuff happens. But something happened with you and I's story that we came up with and Christine and I, that's how our friendship be, kind of began was through our first script together. We would write it we met when we, the first time we actually met in person was for the AMC showcase, correct? Right? Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, the <laughs> AMC show, AMC did a showcase for all the Oscar movies, and that was actually my first time meeting Christina, you know, one on one, you know, for the first time. And I'm like, face to face. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And what? I was like, and I think I said that I said that when we when we met that day, and you were like, Oh yeah, oh shit, well hi. <laughs> and then I'm like, Hey. Yeah, because it, it had been like, what was it like? It was like eight months of just like messenger and writing and stuff like that, you know. And like, I was like, if this bitch is fucking catfishing me, I swear (laughs) to God. And then I, I'm like some old lady from like Michigan or some shit. But yeah, (laughs) but so we met that first day, um, and then after that, it was you know it was it was all through messenger and it was a bunch of. You know, send, I'm gonna send you this this part of the of the story, and it wasn't actually a script yet. So part of me was still like, I don't think this is ever gonna work, or I don't think we're ever gonna get this done, or we're ever gonna actually do this. But you know, with more meetups and more talk and more phone calls and all that stuff, we did a script, and the script's done, and we're gonna be submitting it to a lot of festivals soon. And you know, and now to this day, Christina and I are really good friends, and you know. And it's just, it's crazy how life works because, you know, going back all that, you know, like that year ago and I'm like, you know, I got to get our minds together somehow and it actually comes and we're on a podcast right now talking about it. It's like crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's wild. It's yeah. wild. Very, very and crazy. And like thinking about it, like all, to, I'm not trying to be like a fucking weirdo or whatever, like all the guys who have messaged me have literally been like 
trying to trying to like slide in my DMs. So like when you messaged me, I was like, I swear <laughs> that's to God. Exactly, that's what <laughs> I thought. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if this boy with his girlfriend in his profile picture is trying to slide into my DMs right now, I'm gonna freak the fuck out. Like I've never actually developed a friendship with someone through like social media. Like you know, honestly, I have I so many people, I'm like, if I haven't known you for six years, then fuck off, basically. <laughs> and then you you just come waltzing along, like, hey, you want to write a script? And I'm like, um, yeah. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. It's I just, like, it's crazy. We, we, got a, we got a good friendship going on here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy. And you're all right. You're all right. I'll admit it. You're all right. Aw, <laughs> but- but it's just crazy because when I saw the project, I sh- I even shared I shared it on my page. I just kept looking at it. I'm like, yo, this is. I was scrolling at the pictures because there was multiple pictures in the project, right? And I was scrolling through it. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. Now, how do I contact this person without being weird? And then <laughs> I was just gonna be like, what's up? And then that literally looks like, hey, <laughs> that looks like a oh fuck this guy. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to get down on the low. But I'm like, no, yeah. my profile picture is my girlfriend. Let's just fucking keep this going. Hey, you want to you do a script? And then the rest is history. So we have a script. It's called Summer Camp, and it's fucking amazing. And we're going to be submitting it to um, submitting it to a lot of festivals. So hopefully this fall, Christina and I are going to be very, very busy as far as festivals and, you know, submissions and all, all that stuff and all that jazz. I we expect to get awards, and if we don't get awards, then we're just gonna fucking shoot ourselves in the face. Right, and we're gonna. Not really, not really. We don't condone. <laughs> and we're we gonna. We don't condone suicide. Right, so. <laughs> and we're gonna and, and we're gonna tape. We're both depressed pieces of shit. And we're gonna tape um, thirteen reasons why we did it, and that's that's it, and yeah. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. But um, yeah. Yeah, we we're. I think we're doing good. We done good. If we don't win an award, then you know what? We might win an award in the next one. Right. You never know. Because <laughs> we're going to continue. You know, no matter what happens with the summer camp script, and the summer camp script throughout the month has become really, really close, you know, close to me. And I know it's become close to her because there was a time where she drove to my job and we were working for hours on this script. Yeah. And it was uh-huh. to the, you know, we ate and we took like a, uh, we took like a little like dinner break and, you know, I had my coffee and it was just like rock and roll music and the, and the script. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we hope something comes out of it at the, comes out of it in the end. So yeah, that's the story. Thank you. Who was that from? Um, Hope. Thanks for asking. Nice story. <laughs> so we'll yeah, get good, into good it. Question. Right. So, we'll end it right there. That was our show, the Cinemania Live Show. Thank you guys for listening. We got a good hour in. I did not expect that. But, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> thank you guys Lots for... To talk right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Christina, for joining me again. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye-bye. See ya.